0: Yo, what up, fam? It's Trevor Saint Aubin with the Art Speaker Podcast. Thanks so much for tuning in. I know you could probably do other things, but you decided to listen to us, so I so appreciate. I hope um, me and our uh, upcoming guest Zach Cooper will be a great companion in the car while you're working, while you're trying to sleep, whatever. Um, we hope you can be a great companion. So thanks for listening. Um, as I said before, Zach Cooper, or Zach Cooper, if you like. I think it's Z-A-C, but um, it doesn't really matter. I have a microphone. He's not here right now, so I can say whatever I want. But Zach Cooper is a filmmaker in Indianapolis. He um, did a film called Emily that was in... I believe it was in the Indie Film Fest. Um, so he's done a lot of short films. Um, he's just... Uh, this was he's a great, great person to talk, it really, it didn't feel, this episode didn't really feel like an interview, it just felt like a, like a supernatural conversation, um, so yeah, so he's done, like, improv, and acting, and stuff, and we got to talk a little bit about that, but, um, uh, yeah, such a great asset to Indy, such a great asset to the world, um, I am maybe working with him one day, which would be kind of cool, I don't know, We'll see what happens. But uh, yeah, Zach Cooper, the filmmaker on the Art Speaker podcast. Go ahead and kick that, get that thing.
1: Good.
0: Good. How was, uh how's your weekend? Did you do anything was good. exciting? Uh, yesterday you can birthday. pop those on.
1: So I just hung out with some friends. Yeah, yesterday.
0: Your birthday was yesterday. Yeah, dude, awesome.
1: Thank you. That's well, a happy birthday. I'm old. How old are you? 26.
0: Oh, man, I'm 27. So. Oh God. I don't know. <laughs> he said, I'm "Like, oh my God, i 27." Can't imagine being that old. Yeah, dude, it's so weird. I, I oh, I feel like I should have accomplished a lot more. That's I. Feel. As a 27 year old, you got married. A, I got married. Yeah, I mean, yeah. But I'm just wondering if it's just, like, deep within the human, like, condition of, like, we never feel like we've arrived, if that makes sense. I
1: Yeah, I kind of feel like you're always feeling like you should do more. Yeah. I was, like, talking to a friend about this the other day of, of like, I'm really happy where I'm at, but it's, like, you only feel happy, I feel like, for, like, a few months or so. Yeah. Like, what am I doing?
0: Yeah. I'd be curious to talk to, like, a CEO of this like big ass company uh-huh. who's twenty seven. I'm like, hey, how do you feel? Like do you feel like you've done enough? See, that doesn't
1: feel fun to me. Like when I read yeah. that stuff, I'm like, that's well, yeah, awful.
0: Sh- sure. I mean I mean, well, insert whatever you uh-huh. think is like a writing. well it's interesting. I, I remember hearing um like a Conan. Like Conan talking about it. And he talks about how he's just like he like hasn't quite uh like gotten to like I don't know. Arrived, or even Tom Brady. Yeah. When it's just like you've won, like you're like the greatest quarterback who's ever lived. Uh-huh. Like, are you? How do you feel? And he's like, Well, I think one more, one more Super Bowl, and we'll be good. I'm just like,
1: I don't know. I feel like the feeling of arriving is like a myth. Mm-hmm. You never feel that way, yeah. or you're like a cocky asshole if you feel that yeah. way, and yeah. no one else thinks you have totally. arrived. How
0: do you? What do you like? What is maybe not arriving, but like success for you, like? How do you define it? Because I feel like a lot of people define it differently. Yeah. Like, I, you like, I bought a six-pack today by myself. That's successful, uh-huh. you know, or whatever. But as a filmmaker, how do you do it?
1: I will, like. I feel like it's kind of like what I just mentioned earlier of just like, being like, oh, my God, what am I doing? I feel like it's, my view of success kind of fluctuates. Um, but I try. what I try to have it is just to be like, okay, um, you've made something or you wrote something today. Or you didn't write as much as you wanted, but you tried. Like, that's successful. Yeah. Um, which I think So is, almost
0: like the, just like the attempt?
1: Yeah. I mean, eventually you have to obviously, like, you, you have to attempt, and then you obviously have to eventually, like, create something. Yeah. But um, I definitely think, I try to view it as if I've, like, I made a film, and that's successful. If it goes on to festivals, whatever happens, I can't really control that. Because sure. <clears> someone could just not like it and not accept it or they could have too many films already, blah, blah. So there's a million reasons why you won't get in. So it's like, you can't really put all your eggs in that basket. It's just like, if it gets into a lot of stuff, that'd be great. But the goal was to make this yeah. and I did that. And so that's success. But yeah. obviously there's times where you're like, I didn't get into this festival. Yeah. I feel like a Well, yeah.
0: Fan. I mean, you can still be butthurt. But I think it's, I think it's really important for artists to kind of like, just like, are you proud of what you did? Uh-huh. Then like, great because like whether it's a film like it, you could you like um I I've, I've seen this is it um I haven't seen Emily which I I was like oh, oh my I should you no know, I know <laughs> I was just like oh I should prepare and watch this you're fine like before the podcast <laughs> and then I walk into my house there's like like 15 people in the living room they're having like a meeting and I'm uh-huh. like oh shit well this is you're good but um yeah I think it's just really important to like simplify our approach to things because like once i write a song or release an album it's like it's it's mine but it's not really uh uh-huh. mine because people are like oh it sucks or whatever yeah like are you proud of what you did
1: i'm always like there's definitely stuff i've made that i'm like oh this isn't very good it might take me a while to like realize that um but you're like oh because you have know you
0: ever, have you ever like create start like you started stuff and you're working on it and then like at the like towards the end you're like this isn't good
1: mm. Not necessarily. Like I've definitely like written things, and I'm like, exactly. oh, this isn't very good. Um, but then, oh, you're good. Um, also, I like how we just start started recording. Yeah, kind of I know. Like a Mark, Maris we actually top. have
0: we haven't started yet. So. Oh, okay. No. Okay. <laughs> some people like it, and some people are like, wait, what? Do no, we know? I like it. it well, we dude, We've had times where once it's like, yeah, we're recording. It's like the character turns on yeah. of like the persona of whoever we're talking to, and mm-hmm. it's just like. What's happening right now? Like, let's just talk. Let's I don't have chill.
1: a. I don't have a cool persona. Yeah.
0: You could easily have one.
1: I could try to come up with one as it's we not go.
0: Hard. I mean, you can totally live in in the ether uh-huh. and just be like really cool, and just not exist. But people don't know that.
1: Yeah, I think that's kind of what's going on. Anyway, you people were talking I about. Oh, what was I saying? Oh, like I've written things and like after writing it, realize it's not very good. But I don't think I've never. I haven't really come to the end of something and realized that. Um, I feel like a lot of it has to do with like, I've made something and then um, by making that, I became better at my craft. Yeah. Um, so then I look back, like, like what I just made is like, oh, like I actually, I wasn't that good there. Like I thought I was. Um, and so mm-hmm. that's always, it's always a little rough because you're like, oh man, I'm not as good as I thought I was. Okay, yeah. gotta make something else. And then yeah. you, you try to build on that. Um, but like one time in college, I made this like short film And I thought it'd be really funny if it starts out really light and then the characters end up getting really depressed. I thought that'd be like kind of dark and funny. Yeah, that is. I I think it's good. Well, it was a fun (laughs) idea, but I wasn't a good enough writer or director at the time to handle it. So it just became really melodramatic and depressing. It's just Mm -hmm. these two dudes in a car talking about being single and how sad they are. So I thought it was like, I thought that would be funny. And then we watched it in class and I realized it was just very melodramatic and depressing. And my professor, after it was over, was like, are you, Did you are like, you okay? did you
0: realize that, like, at, like in class?
1: Yeah. When there was oh, like, no laughs. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I took it well. I was just like, oh, yeah. This is uh, not coming off. So, yeah. Which is fun. That sounds terrible. Yeah. It but I guess
0: it's probably good, right? It wasn't, yeah, yeah it wasn't
1: that bad because was kind of just like a small project. So it wasn't something that I was like, put so much effort into. Yeah. Um, but yeah it's always interesting when you find out how you're not as great as you hope you are. Sure. Uh-huh.
0: Was there a point for you where you're like, I have like put enough time into being able to accomplish whatever idea
1: you have. So like that idea, like, do you mm-hmm. think you could accomplish that now? I could probably do a better job. Yeah. I don't know if I'd want to, um, just cause I don't like want to revisit an idea. Uh, but yeah, I, yeah, there's like certain times where I look back and I'm like, Oh, I could do that so much better now. Um, yeah. What, I mean, how do you feel like when you go back and listen to your old songs?
0: Uh, I mean, there's times where I'm like, man, I wish I didn't do that. But I think I view my songs as like a journal entry.
1: Well, same with my film. So yeah. it's like,
0: it's cool to go back and be like, oh, that's where I was. Uh-huh. So still like broken up about this girl or like mad at my dad, you know, right. whatever it was. So like, I think it's more like the, always, I think the reason behind the song, I'm rarely ever ashamed about how it was executed i was like mm-hmm. eh. yeah you know because they're like i'm a huge lyricist and there's time there's times i've had so many songs i'm like
1: why did i use those words uh-huh. <laughs> like See, oh, i love writing dialogue so i get that too i'm yeah. like ooh, that's not how mm-hmm. people talk yeah and i think
0: for for the longest time when i would write i tried to just like write things that were like cool mm-hmm. you know like um the black keys were really a big influence on me and Dan Auerbach and his guitar playing, but also just like his kind of like his lyrics. I'm like, Oh, it's like a really cool. But I think for me, it wasn't like authentic to who I was Mm -hmm. of writing. I like to write in a lot of simile and metaphor and create like word pictures, Mm -hmm. but his was very much like blues, like baby, Uh you know, all that stuff. And,
1: so I look back at a lot of stuff, and I'm like, ooh. It's interesting when, like, I feel like definitely when you start out, you're always trying to, like, copy your heroes, yeah. which can be good in certain ways because all artists, like, borrow and steal from each other. But it's definitely, a, a, like a like, a fun but painful lesson of being like, oh, I should stop trying to be this person because if I continue down this road, I'll only be a mediocre version of this person. Yeah. And that person already exists. We don't yeah. need another, yeah. you know, insert whatever artist. Yeah.
0: It's, yeah. It is interesting how you, like, no matter how hard you try to be somebody, mm-hmm. like, it's always going to be the interpretation, right. your interpretation of that person, which sometimes comes out to be, like, original, you know? Yeah. Because I remember I was, I was writing a song, and I was listening to a ton of Page of the Lion, mm-hmm. and I think it was, like, The Fleecing was the song. And I was like, dude, I like totally like just stole this song. And I played it for a friend. He's like, I don't hear it at all. And it
1: was blew my mind. Uh huh. So I'm
0: like, this is exactly
1: like verbatim. Yeah. This song. But I I guess you have to it? in that way you find a way to make it original. Even if you don't intend to. Sure. It's like you're putting enough of yourself in there where the artist you're stealing from is yeah. evident. Yeah.
0: How was uh how was the event for you?
1: speak. Yeah. It was good. Um I was nervous beforehand, but yeah. once I got there, it's fine. everybody gets
0: a little nervous. Because I, I don't yeah. think a lot of artists get to present themselves in that medium. Right. Or like, like long form. Uh-huh. You like, know? It
1: was weird because obviously, you know, a lot of times you make stuff and you're in hiding just because you're not necessarily hiding on purpose, but like people don't know who you are. And so it yeah. is... You know, so you have all these thoughts about your art and all that stuff and you don't get to really talk to anybody about it because your friends don't want to hear because that's annoying. So then (laughs) to have to like be asked to get on stage and like talk um, and sound intelligent about your art form, you're like, Oh, am I gonna sound pretentious? Am I gonna sound dumb? But it was really fun. Yeah. I hope I sounded okay.
0: Yeah, I don't I mean, I heard really good things. I haven't I haven't. What was your was there anything that you were like surprised about
1: when you were kinda up there?
0: Um trying to think. Or did you, like,
1: realize anything about yourself as you're up in front of people? Um, I, this wasn't really a realization, but I like being in front of people. So it's, like, yeah. always a thing. Like, oh, yeah, like, I like doing this. I like speaking. Um, so, yeah, I don't think I really learned anything new, which yeah. I don't know if that sounds bad.
0: Do you prefer to be, like, in front of the camera or behind?
1: Um or both? I like both. Yeah. Um, I like attention. Yeah. Um I like performing. That's great. Yeah which is why I'm happy to be on a podcast anytime. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I like performing a lot. Um, so like with this last film I did, Emily, I really wanted, I acted in the last one that I did and a few others before that. So I was like, I want to focus on directing because that's what I I really want to do and I want to be good at that. So instead of doing a couple of different jobs and being mediocre at mm-hmm. all those, I rather just do like one and be good. Um, so that was fun, but I kind of miss, I miss performing um, I was doing improv classes for a while, but not anymore. So improv, no. yeah. So now I kind of got the itch to do. Which you're a performer as well, yeah, dude. I,
0: um, maybe we should talk because I really want to get back into like writing sketch comedy mm-hmm. and.
1: We've talked about this. Just, yeah, we bit, have. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah.
0: And I, uh, yeah, I miss. I see him. Um, so I mean, I went to Second City and like went through the classes and stuff,
1: which is really cool for anybody who doesn't know what that yeah. is. Yeah.
0: So my my biggest claim to fame is that. Do you watch SNL? uh
1: i know of it okay
0: uh chris red Mm -hmm. is a featured player on snl and he and i were in like the class together so it's kind of cool that he's like oh like that's like my biggest claim to fame but like i think this could be the the artist in me who's always just like dreaming and Mm -hmm. just like oh man if i would have stuck with it that could have been me you know Uh which it's probably very unlikely but um, yeah, I miss performing and I, I, I don't know in Indy if there's like a ton of avenues for, I mean, there's avenues for performing, maybe not mm-hmm. like sketch comedy or, or other things.
1: There's some, you kind of have to go looking for them, but there are some out there. Yeah. Like there's, um, this place called Longshot Theater that they host a bunch of different shows kind of like that. Where's like, that at? Um, it's in Fountain Square. Okay. Um, it's, I'm really bad with the directions. I'm trying to think what street it's on, but it's right across from the Brass Ring. Uh, right, oh, yeah. By my like, Goodwill right there. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. And so like last night I was actually there and they did this thing called the 24-Hour Playhouse. Um, they had some friends performing in. So like um, writers were given basically like pictures of the actors and some props and then they had I think like eight hours or so to write a script, like a 10-page oh, cool. play. And then they, they had to stop writing at like 7 in the morning. Then until 7 in the morning until like 8.30 at night, the people had uh, – The directors got the script, and they got actors, and then they all had to put it together and perform it that night. That's cool. Yeah, so there's like some definitely some sketch stuff. You just kind of have to go looking for it. I think that's kind of the thing I've learned about indie. It's like like a great city, and the art scene is coming up. It has everything, but you just have to find it. It's
0: not this prominent, like,
1: you go on Yelp or whatever. Like, this is what's going on. Right. It's like you don't really know, like, oh, these are the hot spots for the artists. You you learn, Mm -hmm. but you wouldn't know unless you go looking for it or you get connected somehow. Yeah. So Yeah.
0: Are you, like so you want to get back into like performing on stage or on camera?
1: Or I think both? Either. Just performing. It just yeah, I like it. Um I've always um like I said, I like attention. I like making people laugh. Did you do any like
0: a- acting school or anything? Or you just kind of
1: No, I did some acting in college, like in, you know, people's short films and stuff. Okay. And then I um I wanted to do more acting so I cast myself um, <laughs> that's, a, that's a great
0: way to be a director if you want to be do more acting just cast yourself yeah
1: it is but then I also I like writing things about relationships mm-hmm. so then that, that like means a lot of kissing on screen yeah. and then I would kiss people that's but then great. people would think that I was I was casting myself to kiss people yeah. and I wasn't but it was always is, weird to hear that
0: is and, that a bigger deal do you make a bigger deal of that in your head or is it actually true people think you're
1: actually casting It's. I think kiss. it's a bit of both like people would joke about it yeah um, but I would definitely feel self conscious about it because these are also like my friends, so yeah. I didn't want it to be a weird thing where they thought I was like into them, into them but not asking. Like, hey,
0: it. you keep casting me in the same role. <laughs> like, we keep baking
1: out. <laughs> what?
0: Yeah, yeah, no, that would be. It's yeah. not
1: that fun. Like it's you kind of build it up like oh we're gonna have to kiss. That's kind of weird, and then it it's not. It's not
0: that. It's weird. not special on screen because yeah, like all
1: your friends, especially like, when it's your friends filming you. They're all, like, snickering at you and being yeah. assholes. And so, yeah, like, yeah. there's no it's, romance. Yeah.
0: I remember in high school, I I was really awkward with women. I I had the idea that...
1: So that ends at some point? Because I'm uh, yeah, 26. Um,
0: it, it does, theoretically. I got married. So uh-huh. um, just marry a person who's very similar to you. That's... Okay. Yeah. That's my advice. I don't know. Noted. No, I think I'm still... I don't know. I had this thing in high school where if I talked to a girl... I would like they think I like them, <laughs> like that's just so I was like I just didn't talk to women. Yeah, and I remember I had to kiss. It was my first kiss was in high school, mm-hmm. and she's now actually, I believe she's a model. Like nice. So it was like, and then my second kiss was the dance captain. So that's
1: it's a like good my track that was,
0: yeah, it was like a really great. Um, but I remember I like freaked out and I was like, we have to kiss <laughs> off stage first before we kiss in front of everybody because uh-huh. everybody kind of knew I was a little. Awkward with like kissing, so uh-huh. we got out of the way and then it wasn't it wasn't that bad. And it was like a peck too. Yeah. It's like a high school on stage kiss. So uh-huh. it wasn't like, you know, tonsil hockey or do people say tonsil hockey anymore? Sure. Yeah. Okay. I haven't
1: heard it in a while, but it doesn't mean yeah. they're not saying well, it.
0: Well, I just um I say L O L in text and like Hills was just like people don't say that anymore. I'm a haha guy. haha. ha. They're bringing it back? I, just oh, LOL? Really? I have a friend who um he has three pictures of himself. One, he's kind of, like, snickering. Uh-huh. One, he's, like, like smiling. And then the third one, he's just, like, open mouth. And, like, he texts that to people, <laughs> when, like, to gauge his laughter.
1: That's good. Yeah. Yeah, for me, it's, like, like a two-ha, like, ha-ha is, like, I'm acknowledging that's funny. That's kind of like, like if we were in person, I'd be smiling. Yeah. Because it's funny, but it's not super laugh out loud. Three-ha's is, like, I'm genuinely laughing out loud. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: That's a good... So, if I ever... So, if I don't get three hots for me, I'm like, eh. It's, it's. it's not, a, real, it's not okay, a good joke. I gotta come back to the drawing board. Yeah. How does that process play? Like, you write jokes. Uh huh. And then, is wh- how do you gauge if that's gonna work or not? Like, which I guess really uh-huh. leads into critique. Like, yeah. Cause, like, I can write stuff. I have a i at some point, I wanna start doing stand up. Mm-hmm. And I have a thing in my phone. Like the notes of all those notes of just like little yep. bits, uh-huh. and at some point I'm gonna get on stage and like work them out and try to figure it out. Yeah, but for you, because I mean you don't. I mean I don't know if you have like a network of artists that you get together with and mm-hmm. like you know do this because you have probably a ton of critique in yeah for sure in in college, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And then you leave. Yeah, how does that play itself out now?
1: Um, so when I write something, I send it to you know i definitely always have a select group of people i always send it to um and then i'll usually send it to whoever i you know am interested in acting in it see if they're interested um, so i feel like you you always go through a lot of phases with the film because there's the script writing phase and there's the shooting phase and the editing phase so you're always reworking things um so you know you write a joke and you're always like you know is this funny does this work and i feel like you get better at gauging it yeah. um, and then you definitely when you're on set and you're talking with the actors like there's definitely times where and everybody has a different sense of humor, so it's interesting working with different people, but there's times where I've written a joke and then people don't really understand it. <laughs> and so you're like, oh, is this joke bad or like, is there a better way for them to say it where they understand it? Yeah. So you definitely, you fill it out on set. And then editing, it's like, okay, what's the funnier way to tell this joke? You know, Do I cut to this shot? Do we stay on him? Yeah. Um, so, yeah so you're always going through different phases and figuring out what's the best way to, um, to deliver a joke or deliver a performance or whatever. And so going to critique, it's like, you're always getting feedback constantly. Mm-hmm. So, like, know with the script, people are letting you know what's working, what's not. And then when you're shooting it, you can tell, like, oh, this isn't working. The actors are stiff, or you can, they're kind of uninspired. Yeah. Um. And then same with like the editing. So it's yeah, it's very interesting when you're shooting because it's like a live critique.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah. That is really, that is pretty crazy. And especially when you're the it. writer
1: and the director, you can't really like blame the writer. You're like, oh, this is all my yeah. fault. This isn't yeah. good.
0: You should start writing under. A uh, pseudonym, yeah. <laughs> so then it's like, oh, Gary, damn <laughs> he's, Gary, he's not great. So bad. I keep working with yeah. him. Yeah. Is um, how much creative freedom do you give to your actors? Because I'd imagine, I mean, there has to be some give and take mm-hmm. as a director and the writer, because you're like, this is I wrote this, this uh-huh. is good, yeah. And then like, hey, can I? Because I was just listening to a podcast with Judd Apatow, and now he, he. Okay, do the take as is, uh-huh. and then he does like eight other takes of yeah. people just improvising. Uh huh. Wh- whereas you have like the Cohen brothers, who they're like super like, no, this is right. You write, it and as I heard they, they don't
1: even like. I'm sure they give notes, but they don't really say like, oh, that was good, or that was bad. Yeah. And so the <laughs> people are like, uh, you just have to like trust yeah, I don't yourself. Know. Yeah. Um,
0: where do you land on that spectrum?
1: Well, so like Judd Apatow has like a budget where I never do, so we don't have like the That's time or the money to yeah. do like eight takes if we don't need it, but. I, I usually write for specific people. And, I, and the way I also like cast is like, hey, like, I like you. I like your personality. Like, yeah. I want you to be yourself or a version of yourself on screen. So, and I'm not, I don't know. I'm an also, I'm a nobody. Like, I'm not going to be like, how dare you change hey, you're somebody, my words? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not like, I'm not this like big established writer, sure. director. I'm like, yeah. how dare you change my words? Yeah. It's like the way I view it is if I write um, a line of dialogue, and maybe it is, you know, maybe objectively good or whatever, but then they have trouble <laughs> saying it, well, it doesn't matter, because yeah. then their delivery is going to be bad. So if they can say it a different way, then who cares? Gotcha. Because like I've definitely, like, I've performed my own lines, and I've changed things around. because mm-hmm. like, oh, I don't talk like that. Yeah. I can't say that. So I'm not a stickler about that. Like I want them to bring their personality. I want them to be themselves. So if there's a better way to portray that, um, the one I've written mm-hmm. and it's going to give me a better performance and make my movie better mm-hmm. and that's great. That's the, kinda, that's the cool thing about movies is that it's kind of a bad thing sometimes too because your name is on everything so like if your actors do a good job it's definitely kudos to them but you kind of look good too. Sure. So it's kind of like if everybody does well yeah, that's kind of the thing you got to do is set everybody up for success and if they do well you look really good. Yeah.
0: It, it's interesting that I shouldn't drink beer because I'm like I'm like burping and I'm I'm just like making sure I'm
1: not like slurping this.
0: But um, oh man, they probably heard that one. Oh goodness. But there's like I don't know. It's interesting. So for example, The Dark Knight. Uh huh. One of my favorite films, mostly just because of Heath Ledger and what he did, of course. And Heath Ledger is the one who gets all the praise. Mm. For the most part, I mean Christopher Nolan he's yeah, but generally the actors are the ones who get all of the the praise mm-hmm. but when you take when you look at it, just like well, costuming was great, yeah, on top of that, the casting was great because mm-hmm. when they were casting Heath Ledger, people were like,
1: eh, oh yeah, I, I remember don't. that, I was like, Heath like and then
0: he he shows
1: up, yeah. and then the
0: writing's there, mm-hmm. as well, so it's like all of these pieces, mm-hmm. and it, it' it's almost for me it's like it's almost unfair that the actors get all the credit when it's just, like, it's really, like, the writer and the director well, and also and the, the caster.
1: Well, and the editor. Yeah. So like, Oh, for sure. I think they all deserve credit. That's the, the crazy thing about film is I think they all do deserve credit, but what a lot of people don't understand is, you know, how much the editor and, and the director have to work together to – Yeah. I mean, for an actor, it takes a lot of trust because if you're with a bad director, you could give a good performance, but if they don't know what they're doing, they could go in the editing room and, like, butcher it. Yeah. So the editors, definitely. That's why a lot of times you'll hear, like, best actor winners at the Oscars, whatever. They'll, sometimes they'll think they're editors, and it's a smart move. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Do you have a, do you have a preference of, of all the process from, like, writing to directing to acting? If there's one, like, I really, really enjoy
1: this process. Um, I've been trying to think about that. It's tough because it's, it's really – because filmmaking, there's so many steps That it's like you write it, you know, writing a script is very fun. And that's always very special because I feel like that's the only time I get to really be alone with my film. Because I sit down and I write my thoughts and my feelings and I have this script and I share it with people, but it's still just me in a room ultimately. Mm -hmm. Like it's very intimate. Then, once you decide you're going to start shooting, you know, you're giving out to other people, you're working with like your director of photography and your editor and other people and the actors and you're getting notes and you're changing things. Um, Things are changing while you're shooting and while you're editing. So then, there's all this feedback, which is great. Um, like I love collaboration, but there's definitely something special about writing. But there's also something special about shooting because yeah. you are always collaborating, and it's fun. And all your friends are there, and you're hanging out. And then editing is great because that's where you actually like figure out your movie. Like that's mm-hmm. where you actually put it together because that's like the final rewrite. So it's kind of hard to pick a, a favorite part because they're all e- needed. Yeah. So like, I guess.
0: I guess it's like me asking you like, who's your favorite kid?
1: right it's like i think editing i guess if i had to pick one would be my favorite only because that's like that is when you make your movie sure but i don't know if that's truly my favorite but that's it's the most challenge one of the most challenging parts but also like one of the most rewarding when you see things start to work
0: yeah how did you get into the in the in the how does like getting into festivals Cause you, have uh. you had two films in Fest? Was This Is It
1: in the Yeah, festival? This Is It was in the Indie Film a, Fest. And then
0: Emily. Mm-hmm. So those... How many films have you done total?
1: Uh-huh. I like, do uh, oh, This is like my seventh short film. Okay. But I, I say... I've done more. I've But these are like... I've done like seven where I've like sat down and be like, this is a short film. I'm going to put this much effort into mm-hmm. it. Some of them are just like little shorts I made for fun on the whim. Sure. Um... But I'm still, yeah, learning how festivals work, because This Is It was the first one that got into anything.
0: So how, yeah, how did that, because there could be filmmakers listening, like, I yeah. want to get in a festival, whatever. Uh-huh. How did that happen?
1: I mean, you, I mean, you, honestly, you just submit, like, it's kind of a boring answer. Oh, but okay. The, Next question. <laughs> well, there's, um, there's a bunch of sites, there's like Film Freeway and Without a Box, and you upload your film to those, and then you can search different festivals that are open, um... And then you submit through those sites, um, but yeah, it's definitely a challenging process because every every one of them costs money, and if you don't get in, there's no refund. Sure. So you're just always throwing money away. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's I, I what I've learned. And what I'm trying to do is making sure you're picking festivals that seem like you actually have a shot. I do a few that I call like um, peace of mind festivals, where I'm like I'm not gonna get in, but I'm gonna like wonder, like Sundance. I haven't spent Sun yet, but there's a few bigger ones, like just other ones around the country where I'm like, I'll submit to this. I'm not going to get in, but I don't want to like sit around and wonder if I ever sure. would have. So yeah. I'll like bite the money. Um, yeah. I mean, it's it's a weird process. I'm still trying to figure it out. Um, so like with Indie Film Fest, uh, we got in with my film last year, This Is It. And I mean, I'm sure it helped that I'm in Indie yeah. and it's a festival in Indie. And they want to highlight local filmmakers, um,
0: but they take other filmmakers. Oh, correct? for sure! It's like yeah,
1: all like what's cool about them is that when you go and see a short film program, you're always going to see a mix of American and international like North American and international yeah. cinema, which is awesome. Um, so yeah, I got into there last year, and then now I kind of have a relationship with them. So I feel like as long as I make something that doesn't completely suck, yeah. I have a good chance. Yeah, I get in for um, sure. It's so like this year I got invited to to submit, um, which was cool. Yeah, I'm just um, I'm still just trying to figure it out. I wish I had a better answer for that, but it's really sure. you just submit. It's trial by fire. Yeah, yeah, that's dope. <laughs> kind of. It's, sometimes it's really. Well, I
0: feel like even if it's a small film festival, just like kind of like, do they do like paparazzi or there like people
1: taking pictures? There are people taking pictures. Um, that's cool. Which is cool, but see, it's funny. Kind of going back to talking about the view of success is that <clears throat> it was indie film fest. It's like ten days long. and We played twice. Super great showings both times, super fun. Um, and I've like, you know, shown my film at Art Speak. Uh, it played at an event in Louisville already, but all that's already passed me. And now I'm like, I'm like, oh, I haven't done anything. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like, it's hard to just appreciate what's already happened yeah. instead of wanting more.
0: That's, yeah, I, feel, I think a lot of artists have a hard time with that because I think the joy. And the fulfillment is in the process.
1: It has to be. It's, like, it's so hard to, like, learn that, remember that, but that's the only way I think Because once it's going. up
0: there, it's just like, like, we can put all this time and effort into releasing an album, then we play the release show, and then mm-hmm. it's like, then the next day it's like, oh. Yeah. You know?
1: Well, yeah, because also it's, yeah, it's interesting because, like, for you guys, like, I'm not in a band. I'm always mystified about how that works. Like, what's it like? Like, how do you choose what songs go on the album? How do you I don't know, I have a lot of questions about this whole process. Yeah. So I'm just trying to think what I should ask. But, like, I don't know how do you guys define success? Like, is it a certain amount of shows, a show at a certain venue in town? Like you guys I, have, I would
0: say we feel as a band pretty successful. I uh-huh. mean, I think it's a combination of like we have a good reputation in the city, mm-hmm. which is helpful. yeah.
1: Um, I like all it's, you as individuals have a good reputation. Yes, yes. Yeah. I think,
0: and that's huge. Uh-huh. And I think, we're like, we're on time. That's like, it's so dumb. But like, if you show up on time, we're like, hey, we're ready. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I, I don't know. So I, 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 success. I think.
1: I don't know. I don't know. I, don't, I mean, with I your, ask the questions. Damn it! Um, with, with your album coming, you guys have an album coming out sometime. Uh-huh. In the next year, right? Uh, 10
0: years, something like that. Yeah, so, yeah so. in
1: the next 20 years, you'll we'll have <laughs> an album. Yeah. Like what, and maybe you don't know yet, which is fine, but like what is your, do you have like a measure of success right now? Like, you know what, we haven't done this yet. It'd be cool if this album could get us to this place.
0: Um, I think it's mostly just we want to, if we can release like four music videos. Okay. And sell out the hi-fi
1: you guys are playing there in a few weeks right uh
0: yeah june 18th well but the podcast won't be on so it'll be in the past it was the greatest show ever right it was amazing i was there (laughs) um yeah and i think if we can i I think for us success is very simple like at at this point we have not yet put our own money into the band Mm -hmm. everything we've done has been self self self-sustaining so playing shows doing whatever we've put money, we haven't had to pay anything out of our own pockets. That's awesome. Which is great, yeah. I think. And, I mean, that's super conservative because there's a lot of guys taking loans out, like, doing a lot of other things mm-hmm. to to hustle and grind. But, um, yeah, so I've, I, yeah, I don't I feel like I'm not really answering the question, but <laughs> okay. I feel like we're pretty successful just because, and I think also we're in control of everything we do. Uh-huh. And that's great. Yeah. So, because... I know. I even have friends like they're not even huge, but they have to start compromising already because they they had this band manager who's Uh like, "Oh, you got to do this." I'm just like, "Oh, Mm -hmm. that sounds terrible." I would like much rather just like not make any money, right? And have control and have complete control over every single thing that we do. Mm -hmm. You know, so.
1: Is that good? Yeah, that was, was good. That helpful. That's great. Thanks yeah. for coming on the podcast.
0: Hey, uh, thank you, everybody. Uh, Zach Cooper <laughs> is uh, the new host. <laughs> um, what do you What do you think are the biggest
1: threats to filmmaking? Um, one thing that I was like thinking of, I don't know if this is like the biggest. Thing. It was the weird thing about filmmaking is like like right now, and it's always kind of been changing, like. As soon as like filmmaking became like a bona fide like art form, it was already like threatened. So it's like TV came around and people were like, cinema sure. is dead. And now it's like streaming services like the theatrical experience is dead. Which I don't. It's not true yet. We'll see. But um yeah. it's, like, it's I'm always interested changing. to see like
0: once the Marvel craze kind of dies down, like what's gonna happen?
1: Well, yeah. So that's what's weird. So that's kind of one thing I was thinking about too. Is that there's like you have your indie films and then you have your massive blockbusters. Like those. Not really anything in between. Every now and then yeah. there is, but um, which I feel like can't. I'm not a business guy at all, but I feel like that's a really weird business model where it's sure. like these massive films, they've got to flop at some point yep. and then everything's just got to go under. So it's weird. I think also, so I think there's that because I think that changes the way everybody consumes media. Because I feel like now a lot of people are like, oh, well, I'm not going to go to the theater if it's not a superhero movie because those are big and loud and I don't have a system that can support that at home. So I'll go to the movies. But it's like, I feel like even if you see the smallest indie film in theater, it's still way better experience than watching it at home. Yeah. You can have a good home viewing experience, but it's it's always special. So I feel like it's kind of those big blockbusters have kind of hurt the way people experience filmmaking. And I don't know, maybe it's fine, maybe it'll turn out well. But yeah. And also I think just how much content we have and just that word, content. Oh, dude,
0: it's like, it's just insane.
1: Well, yeah, and so like now when it's like um, you finish something, you're like, "Why well, I want more. And then you don't, you kind of just like Obviously, you binge watch, but it's kind of like you just shove a bunch of food in your mouth. You don't digest it, and yeah. but like sometimes it's nice. Like I hate when I watch a movie on Netflix, and the credits roll, and like a lot of times when the credits roll, it's kind of like you know, there's a big a period being put on the film. Yeah. And you just sit there and think of like, how did I feel about that? What am I feeling? Yeah. What did that mean? And then uh, immediately five seconds later, it's like, check out this film. It's starting yeah. now. And you're like, no. A, you're like yeah. no, please. I'm just. I've never like this. thought about that uh-huh. about how. It's just, like, more more.
0: Yeah, instead of just, like, letting a film sink in, and which is, I think, that's why uh-huh. going to, like, an actual movie theater, you can kind of, like, sit there and, like, oh, man. Yeah. That was interesting. I wanted to see – did you see Get Out? Yeah. Unfortunately, I, I still haven't seen it, but I've heard that that's a, a film, like, you need to see with, mm-hmm. like, a mass group of people. Yeah. Because of just how it just, like – it's, like, a collective feeling, everybody's
1: – Well, so, like – so, yeah, that movie definitely felt that way. But on Friday, I know this podcast will come out late, so this movie will probably be on DVD by this time. Yeah. But I went and saw this film called First Reformed uh, with Ethan Hawke, and it's directed and written by Paul Schrader, who did like Taxi Driver, okay. Raging Bull, a uh, ton of other movies. But it's this like, very quiet movie about this pastor who's basically struggling with like, doubt, basically, not to get too into it. And it definitely takes an intense turn towards the end. And, when it was over, the theater, it felt like most of the theater just sat there.
0: Oh, dude, that's cool.
1: And it was crazy because, like, I was kind of ready to get up just because when I'm thinking, I kind of want to move. So it's like, I want to, I'm trying to think how I feel about that. So I want to get up. But it feels like everyone was staying still. So I just, like, sat there. And it, it was, like, very reverent. <laughs> yeah. It was just very interesting. And it's like, that's not something you get when you're at home. Yeah. And I'm kind of, I feel like I'm kind of being too negative about the home viewing well, experience. Well, no, I but.
0: mean, the home viewing series is great, but even, like, Marvel films, mm-hmm. now they're known for. You wait to after the, tr- the post credits. Yeah, it's almost Kill like the me. film is just like it's like building up to the post credits. Yeah, it's like just to see what's next. Not like enjoy. Like that's why with the new Avengers. I mean, I know they did post credits, but yeah, that if they just if they didn't do the post credits, I was just like I probably would have sat there
1: Oh, really? for a minute just because I what? was ready to leave. Were you? <laughs> I didn't like that movie. <laughs> <You didn't? laughs> why not? It's just so like this. Oh, is, I think we talked about this. This is good. I don't think we have.
0: But they. I just, I love the fact that they lost.
1: Right. At least in this film. Not in
0: the grand scheme of things, they're not going to lose. Right. But,
1: it, they just feel, all these movies, and this is going to sound pretentious, I don't mean it that way, but they feel like a mid-season finale of like a TV show. Like it's just like so much stuff gets thrown at you and there's yeah. not really like a story. It's just always building up. And I kind of felt like this one was the same way where like there's so many storylines. That's story how
0: I felt about Lost. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So I don't know, I I'm not anti superhero, but I've sure. not liked a lot of the Marvel movies. Yeah.
0: That's okay. No, I think I think most of it's just Star Wars is dope. But Star Wars is dope, yeah. yeah. I did I think most Marvel's just like a lot of people grew up reading the comics, so they're seeing it to screen. Right. But movies really and I think art in general is just like I wanna escape from reality for a minute. And yeah. movies is a great way to do it. now. They have like
1: reclining
0: chairs uh-huh. and stuff. Yeah. That's awesome.
1: It is comfortable. But then I get this to make me sound like an old curmudgeon, but I get annoyed because like now you have to like reserve your seat at that yeah. time, and mm-hmm. it's kind of taken. So sometimes we're like, I'm just gonna go to a movie, and then I have to check Fandango, and it's yeah. like, well, all the seats are taken. Yeah. You can't just like spontaneously show up. I'm yeah. an old, I sound like an old man right now.
0: No, I I agree. I am there's some, there's so. something cool about
1: just like oh, let's go see a movie. And, yeah, which you, you still know. can. There's sometimes it's not as easy. Yeah,
0: you just gotta just go see like Black Panther because uh-huh. it's still in theaters and like it's random crazy. theaters. I'm just like, Why is it
1: still go to the dvd Maybe. or whatever so when you, you just second ago you talked about like wanting to escape like when you view a piece of art whether it's music or film i guess anytime you take a time to consume a film or listen to an album you're escaping in some way but do you like things that are cathartic or do you like things that are like totally like do you want to get like happy if you're like oh i'm kind of down i want to watch something that's happy it just
0: depends yeah like if i'm really sad and heartbroken I want to listen to like Damien Rice Uh because I'm like, we can, he empathizes with my feelings. Right. But there's also other things where like the office, I'm just, I'm the Uh the biggest office fan. And like, I don't, it's more, it's come, it's become more of like a comfort thing. For sure. Where I'll just sit on my couch and I'll work, but it's on in the background.
1: And you know it so well. And I just
0: feel yeah, I know it so well. And I do, it's just like going to grandma's house, and you like smell. Uh-huh. It's just like the smell, the like the sound. This is grandma's house. I'm safe. I'm yeah. comfortable. When I see like hear Michael Scott say that's what she said, and just do everything in her program, just like okay, well I'm home. I'm home. Here know? I am. But I don't. I, I I don't think I escaped too much. Maybe I do. I like to. I mean, that's why I like seeing Spider Man and right because I'm just like man, that would be so cool. Yeah, to be able to like swing around. You know? <laughs> that would be cool. That would be so. I don't know. It just depends. Yeah, I was Very just curious. Famous. Yeah. No, it depends. It just depends on the mood. Some mm-hmm. days are better than others. Uh, are you... Do you Do you think you're pretty, like, disciplined when it comes to, like, making your films?
1: Yeah, I'm pretty... Do you, do you have, like, a process? Yeah, I feel like it kind of... Theoretically? Ch- ...changes a bit for every project, but, um, like, I'm a pretty disciplined writer. Like, I have definitely, like, bad days or days where I'm, like, lazy, but, um, like, I wrote a lot today just of different things, and... Um,
0: what are you working on now?
1: Um well, I'm working on a short film um that I've talked to you about. Oh yeah, uh-huh. what, what are you talking about? <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> we'll see if that's even made by the time this comes out. Yeah. Um I, just like I wrote like a dumb sketch about farts today. <laughs> I woke oh, great. up. I woke up just wrote this like seven-page uh magnum opus about farts. Dude, um,
0: let's seriously like Plan a time to get together on like a Saturday afternoon. We, should, we like should. do it after we record this, pit, or else yeah. we're not gonna do it. <laughs>
1: that's that's true. We're just like I'll but see. I you would here. just. Oh man, I miss sketches and just mm. being dumb. It's fun. Like there's definitely sketches. times. I mean, I miss it too because there's times when I've just made stuff for fun, but you know everybody gets busy, yeah. and so I, I miss just that spontaneous. Hey, let's just make something. Yeah. Um. Yeah. For but sure. yeah, I'm pretty. I'm I'm pretty disciplined. Like I my goal has always been a filmmaker and like the big dream is to make like feature-length films and have that be a career and so i'm very career oriented in that way and so that's pretty much what i spend the majority of my time into is like writing or if i'm not writing it's watching something that i haven't seen before a filmmaker i respect to learn from them or it's reading about filmmaking i'm kind of just a nerd where my hobby is also my passion so, I kind of just spend a lot of time Sorry, working. I just, I... I've, I've leaned back to Burt Walt.
0: I know, I was just like, but like, I read your face and I'm like, oh, you, no, I was you're just trying talking. not to comment on what I just did.
1: No, you're good. Yeah, this uh, podcast is sponsored by Yingling. Yingling.
0: Traditional lager. Original amber beer. America's oldest. That's yeah, pretty good. Yeah.
1: What does it take to do a uh, feature film? I mean, I haven't made one yet, so I don't know if I can say.
0: Well, I mean, I mean, but you probably have an idea. Like yeah. I theoretically know how it takes to get on a major record label.
1: Yeah. Will I have okay. it? no
0: idea. Uh-huh.
1: But the, you probably have some
0: idea. Yeah. You know.
1: I mean, there's like a, a just money. Uh, yeah, I mean, just stack that, of that paper, helps everything. It. But I think, like, what when if whenever I get the opportunity, I mean, it's definitely gonna be like a self-made opportunity. So I'm gonna try to make something that's very low budget. Yeah. Um. Something that I can shoot, you know, I basically. And this is how I kind of do my short films too. Is like, what do I have? Like, how can I maximize all of my resources without, without spending a lot of money? Because I don't have a lot of money. I have student loans. Yeah, <laughs> I can't. <laughs> I can't do too many. That's why a lot of my films take place in apartment. You got to
0: get that settlement money, man. Just get tapped by a car. Uh huh. You're golden. I'll try
1: that after yeah. this. See how that works. Yeah. But yeah, I think definitely like a feature film. It's going to be. I know that whatever I do first will be you know rougher on the edges, but hopefully have a lot of heart, and we made cheaply. Um, some people crowdfund. I'm going to try to avoid that if I can, just because I feel like a lot of people do it, and then they they don't reach a level of success, success with that film that they wanted to. Mm-hmm. And so then they're like, well, crap, I already crowdfunded. I don't know how to pay for my next one. So I want to, like, hold on to that as long as I can. Knock on wood, because sure. I'll probably have to, so who knows. Yeah. But, I mean, there's just a lot of different ways. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm trying to think of a good way to answer your question. No, that's fine.
0: I mean, I don't, I don't know. I don't make films, so... Uh-huh. I don't even, like, take videos on my iPhone, so I legitimately have zero idea uh-huh. how to do Once it.
1: I do it, I'll let you know. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah. That'd be great. Yeah. I mean, I'm always, like, trying to read things about filmmakers and figure out how they did their first one. And yeah. Dude, I'll have to – I'll connect you to
0: with my buddy – I say buddy. He's not really, he's more of an acquaintance, Trey Manchester. We, I, we went to high school together. Okay. But he just got um, – he did a film called The Things We've Seen, I believe. And it just – I don't know how he uh-huh. got to where he was. Right. But, dude, I should have him on the podcast. That's what's great about having a podcast is I can be like, hey. Come on in. What do you do? Uh-huh. But I should do like an intro email or something.
1: Yeah. I don't know. Cool. I, would
0: that be helpful for you? To, like, sure. Yeah, for know. sure. It's
1: always good to make connections. Okay. I don't know. Like it's always like kind of what you just said about you don't know how he got to where he is now. And this kind of goes back to the success. But everything I've read, I think about any artist is that they never – I feel like you never achieve the su- success you want in the way that you think you will. Sure, It's always like they never really figure out how they got there. It's like they thought they were going to go this direction yeah. and something else happened. Yeah, It's just sure. weird, which is inspiring because you're kind of like, okay, just keep working and yeah. hopefully something will happen. Yeah.
0: What, do you, um, what do you think the role of the artist is today?
1: Um, I think it's kind of the same as it's always been of just being... So, you know, being, um, a person who can really be empathetic and, and presents art that people can relate to and that, um, can offer catharsis or like, especially now, like nowadays, like I'm a white straight dude, so I'm not going to be great at this, but like representation, like there's so many, like... You're the oppressor, man. I know. Fuck you. (laughs) I'm a five, six, 12 year old looking oppressor. Um... But yeah, so like definitely I think it's important to – right now definitely it's like representation of just all these different cultures mm. and um, sexualities and everything and just making – because like even, as I said, like a straight white dude, it's like – I like films about straight white dudes. But once you see something different, you're like, oh, that's really cool. Like your your eyes are open to the world and you want to experience more of that. And I think there's there's room for everybody. Yeah. So I think that's important. I don't know if I just answered your question. I feel like I just do kinda... No, th- I mean, it's... Okay.
0: Empty. We're just talking. It doesn't really... I ask questions just to kind of spark another conversation. Yeah, basically. but this is going
1: to get like a million listens. I, so. I think so. We have,
0: I think, a million subscribers. So. That's crazy. Yeah. Like pre-subscribers who just are waiting. Pre-subscribers, to... yeah. It's like an album release. Uh-huh. But whatever.
1: Did you get a tattoo? I got a tattoo Thursday. Where'd you go? Uh, Grand Union. Grand Union. Luke? Did Luke do it? No to Luke. Sure. I don't know. I just walked in. It's okay. And said, "Can you put something on my Can you body? explain that? Yes. Yeah, so my tattoo says, "Lean into it." Um, it's kind of been my motto over like the past two years or so. Just that was my wife's motto last year,
0: <laughs> or "Lean in."
1: Oh, uh, see, I, I, it's I, I added it to it. You did. So I'm you did. Right you're middle. better. Uh huh. Um, I don't believe. I don't mean <laughs> that, babe. I love you forever. Continue. He's, he's winking at me. Yeah. There but to you. Yeah. Um, so basically, it's kind of to me, it it uh, inspires me to embrace life, the good and the bad, mm-hmm. fully. Because I'm a kind of person who, if something bad is going on, I'm, I think just I don't know, being a creative or a writer, like I'm very good at mentally retreating and just living in my head. Just like, well, this problem doesn't exist, or I can make up something else. And then also, if it's good, if things are going well. I'm like, well, how is this going to bite me in the ass? Like, what's gonna, what, when's the other shoe gonna drop? How is yeah. this gonna fail me? So I'm trying to be better at being like, okay, if this is bad, let's let's figure it out, let's lean into the situation, let's figure out how to make it better, how to correct it. Yeah. And if it's good, let's just accept that right now things are blissful. They won't always be, but let's enjoy this. Sure. So that's cool. Yeah. I did. And I, and I wanted a tattoo for a while, and that was something that.
0: Do you have like the itch now to get more? That happens often.
1: I would be open to it, but I think I like. I like text tattoos, and so I don't really know. I don't want a ton of them, so I don't. You really should just know.
0: add on to it every year. So next year, do clean into clean it because it. Uh-huh. you'll be working out a lot. So just doing your cleans, and right? Stuff and or
1: spleen, yeah, into spleen it. into it.
0: So. Um, yeah, just an idea. That's a good idea. Yeah, you want to do the speed round?
1: Yeah. What is that?
0: <laughs> <laughs> you kind of have to do no, that. You can't. Right. I just ask you questions oh, no, and you, you answer them as fast as you can. Okay. Um. Yeah. So don't worry about it. It's, you're not getting married or anything. these don't really hold any value or definitely weight. not getting They're married. They're just fun. Okay. <laughs> you should write a film about that. Uh, um. Uh, have you seen my work? Uh. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> okay. Ready? Uh huh. Uh. There it was. Oh, is that the timer? Yeah. Oh, nice. I like that. Uh. You could have. Uh. What would your last meal be? Um. Too well, late. Talk yeah, about. I'm just kidding. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
1: All right, what is your f- <laughs> Taco Bell? Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Like what? Um, oh, dude they they introduced they had these um, chicken flatbreads. Oh, so good! And that I it. didn't like Taco Bell. They had the chicken flatbreads in college. I fell in love. They took them away from me. Okay, so that'd be my last meal. Okay,
0: um, what's your favorite word? Uh, oh boy! Um, if it's a cuss word, that that generally happens is people like their first thought is like, like fuck or something like that.
1: I like oh, this is so mature, but it's fun when you're angry just to say butts, butts. Like I feel like it just like cool. it, it like deescalates That's everything. Like, oh, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> okay, uh, your least favorite word, um, can't, can't. Great. <laughs> How inspiring <laughs> uh, is that? Such
0: a like a motivational speaker. Yeah. Um, biggest pet peeve,
1: um, people who talk about doing but don't do anything. Okay,
0: another motivational speaker. Uh, <laughs> if you can consume one artist for the rest of your life, who would it be?
1: Um, Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Okay.
0: Uh, <laughs> all right, one person for a day. Who would it be? What does that mean? Like, if you can be one person for a day, Dwayne, Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Okay. Okay. All okay, right. Great. <laughs> uh, if, they <laughs> if they made a movie about you, who would play you?
1: I don't know if I. Dwayne look, the Rock Johnson. <laughs> well, yeah, of course. But if he's unavailable, <laughs> I don't know if I look like her now. I used to be a little chunkier and had sh- even shorter hair, so I kind of looked like Lena Dunham, <laughs> which kind of a mean thing to say, but I always thought that oh, Lena Dunham – I could either play Lena Dunham or Lena Dunham okay. could play me. Um, who would your antagonist be? Um, like who the actor would be or like what the character who, would be? Who would the actor be, yeah. Um. God, uh, Vin Diesel. Vin Diesel.
0: I was thinking Polly Shore, but – um who would your love interest be
1: kira knightley kira
0: Knightley. see you <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> you, you must think about it a lot anyway um what is the first thing you would buy if you won the lottery i would I uh, would probably
1: pay off student loans uh,
0: uh-huh. okay that's probably that's good if you could only wear one pair of shoes
1: for the rest of your life what would it be um i guess these blue vans i'm wearing now right. they're already falling apart
0: okay and then the last place you would want to live for the rest of your life.
1: You can't travel anywhere. Mm-hmm. You can only live there. Um, my where I lived for a while I called Ashland, Kentucky. Okay, I don't, that's great. Yeah, that's it. Cool. That's all we got. Well, um, do you feel good? Yeah, yeah, I'm good. Anything you want to? What are your handles? Oh, um, on Instagram, I'm the Zach Cooper. Zach is spelled Z-A-C. Um, and then on Twitter, I'm Zach Cooper. Oh, you got that. Yeah, you got the Zach Cooper. I did. That's pretty dope. Down. And then on Facebook, I'm also Zach Cooper. Man, I think that's, that's about lucky. it. Okay. I, I had a Vero page, but I think I deleted it because no one got on Vero. What is that? <laughs> it was like this social media app that was not popular for a while, but like it came out and people were like, "What is this?" Someone who's listening will know what that is. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Um, I think that's it. Do you have anything to promote? No, I mean hopefully. So we just finished the film, and so now we're submitting to festivals, so I'm be re- submitting all year. So gotcha. I mean, just hopefully we'll have some more that we'll get into, and then we'll Can really they watch the film on, your, like, your Vimeo, or it's no? It's not online gotcha. yet, but if anybody wants to reach out to me, also okay. my Vimeo is Zach What's Cooper. your email? Uh, Cooper. Dude, I gmail. hope this
0: podcast blows up and everybody emails you.
1: <laughs> I would be really bad at checking. I'm not very yeah. good at checking What was email. it again? One more time um zach.aaron.cooper at gmo.com because cool. aaron's my more name aaron e-r-i-n a- yeah. gotcha. a-a-r-o-n I that's why i spell my name z-a-c because it's zach Cooper. okay gotcha mm-hmm.
0: okay i feel good that's good uh thanks for listening um uh, if you could do us a favor subscribe to the podcast rate review it that helps us in the podcast poll share it with a friend if you like if you know a filmmaker somebody who's just like hey this might be inspiring to you go uh share this with everybody uh, but thanks for listening uh, to the Art Speaker podcast. Go do art. Go create. Go do things that you are proud of. Bye. Is that it?
1: You can talk. I don't know. Uh,
0: oh my god! <laughs> that was fun.
1: That yeah, was good. I you felt bad good? in the beginning because I like kicked the stand, and then we were. It's recording okay. I mean, it's not like a. I'm always awkward at getting my footing. It's when not I think like
0: out. a like overly produced podcast. <laughs>